The Anton Savage Show on News Talk. Time now for Ask the Expert. And the money doctor, John Lowe, is here in studio to answer all your questions. John, how are you today? I'm very well indeed, Tom. Good to talk to you. You too. Getting ideas there for things to do with, with kids. <laughs> it sounds like you, you'd want to get your hands on a few just to, to well, have Well, you know, I, I have three and, and it is all about planning, actually. <laughs> Everything's about planning. You know, when you think that uh, you get the child benefit of 140 a month, and if you put that child benefit, very, very few families can afford to put that away for their third level education. But if you did... Uh, um, it stops on the 18th birthday. You'd have accumulated 28,580 euros, right? Would you yeah, really? Yeah, 28,000. You're still 14,000 shy of sending that same child to third level because that's what you need, 42,000. Very few families would actually probably appreciate the fact that, you know, they, they leave them the long finger. That's why, you can, I suppose, financial planning is really, really uh, and important. And this, this weekend, what you've really done is you've brought in this fantastic uh, chart, your monthly, monthly yeah, budget, budget planner, planner, which you're yeah. going to send to people. It's a, 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 yeah, if they, if, they, if they want, this is a budget planner where it's an income and expenditure, essentially, but it's got all the categories, it taught itself up. And I honestly think that you need um, to find out how much it costs you to run your life on a monthly basis. Because once you've, you've established that, once you either have a surplus or a deficit, if it's a deficit, you've got three choices, you know, cut costs, earn more or prioritise. And that's why the last five years, 300,000 families stopped paying their health insurance. So if, if, if you look at the surplus, now you can plan. Now you can say, can I afford to actually put in a little bit more into my retirement planning? Uh, can we go on, on that, maybe that major holiday rather than just, you know, going down to Bray Seafront, you know, what, whatever. So the whole, the whole thing is, is once you've established, you know, what it costs you to run your life. An example of that actually would be like your TV license. That's 160 a year. So if you put this on a monthly basis that's 13 euros 33 cents now you don't have to worry when that um, bill comes in because you've provided for that out of your income on a monthly basis so that's why it it really is so essential I think to know how much surplus have you got right you put enormous uh, emphasis on this to the point where you almost think you're saying you're evangelical about this <laughs> but it, it's it's life changing when you start doing proper financial planning yeah I mean it's it's really you do do that budget by the way once a year because your circumstances change every year like your your kids get maybe into second level or third level <clears throat> you, you you've maybe got an, an increase in your salary you've uh, maybe one of you have stopped working financially so uh, I mean it's all uh, that's why once a year come January you should be doing that budget planner but the financial planning is very very important as well because it's a glorified list making exercise essentially you know what you want to do I mean if you do have children um, you, you have to start thinking in the future you know they're going to go to third level. How much is that going to cost us? And where are we getting the money to fund that? Um, or you're changing your car. You know, this personal contract plan that a lot of people yeah. in Ireland now have, that's, again, it's a very dangerous mm. um, kind of loan because it's a never-ending loan. You know, you, you, you pay your 30% up to 30% up front. You pay a small amount of uh, repayment every month. At the end of three years, you've got this balloon payment that you mm. haven't got. So what do you do? You get a new car and you keep... the the loan yeah. going. Keep the show it's a never-ending loan. A lot of people don't plan because they just want to deal with it one day at a time. Um, <laughs> if you say the figure you need for college, it's overwhelming. Yeah. Better to think what you need for first year. <laughs> See how you get through. Well, that's true. That you, I mean, you're looking at 10 grand, really, essentially. Yeah. You know, 10,000. That's still a lot of money. And that includes your registration fees and various other things. Right. I've loads of questions for you. Um, listener, Mary says, um, could you ask John, I plan on retiring in January 2023. Should I put my pension 
pension in safe funds now? I'm 60 years old. Well, uh, you know, it depends on what she's doing with the, with the pension, first of all. Is that an annuity? An annuity wouldn't matter what she's doing with the fund because she's guaranteed uh, an amount every month until she dies. By the way, annuities, most of them, um, they only are guaranteed for the first five years. And if in the sixth year you get run over by that bus, the insurance company keeps the money. Just beware of that. Okay. Um, uh, if, if she's talking about an ARF or, or, or she's putting money uh, in, in it's an approved retirement fund, uh, it means therefore she does have choice. She can put it into a cash fund or she can put it into a stock market fund. Let me just say this. From 1991 to 2020, the average stock market growth was 10.72%. Currently, the best demand account out there is 0.01%. That's demand deposit account. Take the dirt tax off that and you're left with 0.0067%. You know, there's a many a model who would not get out of bed for that. Mm. You know, so, I mean, therefore, it does a mix. I mean, I've had... 78 year old gentleman who came in to me and he put money into an investment and you know you have your, your categories your risk categories from say 1 to 7 um, where most of these managed funds don't bother 1 to 7 so you got 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 he put four, 50% in number 4 25 in number 5 and tw- 25 in number 6 and he was 78 so he, he threw caution to the wind he wanted growth and he's quite prepared to have the ups and downs like you know 2020 coronavirus hit, yeah. uh, the stock market went down 20, 30%. If you did nothing, stayed still, uh, four months later, it all came back. Mm. Right. So you would be saying take a little bit of a, I, I would say not a, a safe, because she's a, saying safe funds. Safe funds is, you know, inflation is now, uh, by the end of this year, it'll be 10%. Yeah. All the hikes. I was just reading out there, 58 hikes in 18 months in energy hikes. Uh, and it's, you know, yeah. that's why... Electric Ireland have posted profits of seven, 679 yeah, yeah. million last year. And a lot of people interested in the retirement, it seems. We're in our late 60s and in con- considering taking some equity release from our home, about 60,000 for renovations. Is there an alternative scheme uh, that we mightn't have heard of? Any advice? Yes, there are. There, there are two schemes. Uh, one is called um, Home Plus, which is a residential reversion where basically you sell maybe up to 25%. And then they actuarially regard, look at your age. And if you're, say, in your late Late sixties, the chances are you're going to live till your mid eighties. So therefore, they work backwards, take a mm. lump sum off that, and then you're left with that sum, and you you pay a very small rent. That's called the residential version. The other one is where you're. It's called spry finance, and you get maybe again if you're seventy, you get twenty five percent of the value of your home. You pay nothing back, but essentially every twelve and a half years, that debt doubles. Right. So after 25 years, you know, you're now looking at, you know, uh, it's 100 (laughs) percent. Right. But the property price will have gone up as well in the the meantime. But even if if you're a negative equity and you're still living in the home, um, they won't check you out. And the debt stays with the company rather than your estate. Okay. Um, With inflation rates of around 10 percent, where would John recommend investing a sum of 400,000? An investment property? Other investment funds? Well, property, uh, again, is fraught at the moment. You know, has it reached the heights? You know, if you look back historically, 2012 was probably the lowest point of the property market. Anybody who bought in 2012, uh, they're laughing all the way to the bank. Um, you know, again, the stock market over a long time, I mean, um, uh, you know, Warren Buffett is, is a prime example of that. Uh, the stock market is a mechanism for transferring wealth from the impatient to the patient, he said. So in other words, if you've got longevity in your genes and you 
don't want the money, you know, in the next five years, go into a stock market investment. But you get need, you need really important advice in that. Prize bonds, NTMA, uh, their state savings, they're all safe, guaranteed by the government. Uh, I have three clients with half a million each in prize bonds. One of them said to me there a few months ago, said, John, you have no idea the pleasure I get from listening to the letterbox go on a regular basis. I've heard, <laughs> I've heard similar stories from a friend. Um, some at the other end of the spectrum looking for advice. My 14-year-old is looking for me to set up, uh, set her up with her own debit card as she wants to have a sense of responsibility over her pocket money. Do you think that's a good idea? That's a brilliant idea. Actually, uh, you know, I'm not kind of plugging, but Revolut, uh, they have 2 million um, clients in Ireland alone, but they've importantly got 200,000 second cards. So they are parents who are giving their kids uh, a card. They, they're controlling over them. Uh, um, they put money into them and they can see where the money is being spent. I think that's a brilliant idea. Uh, the general kind of question is just more um, things like, how do I just get better with managing my money? I find it just evaporates by the end of the month and I find it hard to keep track of all my outgoings. We're, we're back to the budget again. Yes. You know, um, if you do that budget and find out, you know, you, you ask yourself two questions, by the way. When you've done the budget and you see the whole list of uh, expenditure, you know, uh, you're, you're kind of eating out and all the rest of things. You ask yourself those two questions. One, do I need it? Two, is there a better or cheaper alternative? So it's all about getting value. You need to get value. Most people won't do those kind of things that they're boxed into a corner where, you know, <laughs> they want they want to borrow money or something. And, Actually, and talk, a bank says, you, you know, know. Talking of value, I mean, I looked at my uh, bedside table there the other day and there was a letter in it. And when I looked at it, it was, it was two tickets bought two years ago for the Casbah Coffee Club, uh, the 60th anniversary. You know, the Casbah Coffee Club is in Liverpool yeah. where Mona Best bought it with the aid of ah, some yes, winnings, yes, right? Yes, yeah, yeah, and, then, yeah. and then she got Pete, her son, who yeah. was the, in the Beatles and she thought of this huge big expanse of, of um, you know basement what am I going to do with it so she put this coffee club so the searchers and all these bands play down there and uh, Pete Best's best friend was a fellow called Neil Aspinall so Neil Aspinall um, you know he's 20 at the time he's a roadie for the, the Beatles but he eventually became chief executive of the entire Beatles yes. empire right if you knew the Beatles you got a good job so <laughs> uh, it was a really good job but anyway he went with Pete Best into Brian Epstein to tell him by the way you're out Ringo's in so it was disaster he had a brother called Rory but he also comforted his mother Mona. Mona was 36 and don't forget Neil was 20. Yeah. So they had a baby together called Rogue. Anyway to get back to my little yes. thing I rang up this number it was disconnected. I then rang the um, the, the, the my mobile and found the, the actual number of the coffee kitchen club folk, uh, club in, in, yeah. in Liverpool and eventually that um, Bella answered the phone after about 10 rings is yes. I said I just want to find out has it been rescheduled? Has it been uh, cancelled? Have I been refunded? He says, it's still on. It's on the 27th of July and you're lucky. Two two uh, uh, seats you've got there. Um, who am I speaking to, by the way? Oh, Rogue is my name. Rogue is that third child. And that was the lad of Neil wow. Aspinall. So uh, the funny thing is, I then said to him, by the way, in 2003, Rogue, I've got to tell you this. A lady came into my office in Sologan looking for financial advice. At the end of that, we started talking about music. Beatles. Then she said, oh, by the way, my sister's the PA to Neil Aspinall. Three weeks later, I went over to London and met Neil Aspinall. He gave me a silk Sergeant Pepper tie. Wow. It was unbelievable. <laughs> and I'll be seeing him anyway on the 27th. Brilliant stuff. Uh, John, thank you very much. So it was a total pleasure talking to you. The Anton Savage Show, Saturday morning at nine on News Talk.